We're exclusive on the production. Your experience just got serious. For the producers of God of a Coach. Exclusive hype brings to you. Ten on the clock. Here's your host, Tyrone Smith. All right, fresh off the Grizzly victory over the Lakers. Week 12 of the National Basketball Association is officially complete. From Rudy Gobert once again testing positive for COVID-19 to YouTube mixtape legend Bull Bull being traded to the Detroit Pistons. There's a lot going on, and I'm going to try to break it down to y'all in 10 minutes or less. This is 10 on the clock. I'm Tyrone Smith. We're on to exclusive hustle band. You already know the vibes. And before we get into this episode, I want to give myself a quick shout out. For those who don't know, I do host another show called Gotham Coach. And that show has been nominated for the Best Basketball Podcast Award, courtesy of SportsPodcastAwards.com. Voting has begun. I would really appreciate it if you guys would go ahead and give me a vote up. So that we can do the impossible and shock a lot of people because we're going up and get some good shows. Showtime with Michael Cooper, Lakers Nation, Celtics Beat, Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman, among others. Click on the best basketball podcast link and you should see Got Him Coach. Give me a vote and let's do the unthinkable. Now, let's get into the episode. First things first, let's give a shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies, who's been on the Grizzly this year. I will be dumbfounded to tell you guys that I actually had them as one of my surprise teams in the league. But I also said that the Pelicans was going to win the division. and Y'all see how that's going. But when you look at this team and they're the second youngest team in the league, but they don't play like it. Especially considering when you got teams such as Oklahoma City, Houston, Detroit, and Orlando who's been struggling to see this young team out here balling. It's been quite impressive. So shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies. I think it's officially time to start putting them in that contenders race along with Phoenix, Golden State, and Utah. And I know right now Memphis is going through a slew of injuries right now. Dylan Brooks got hurt. John Moran just recently came back. But this team is built to last. They take on the identity of this tough. Maybe not so much the grit and grind that was months famous in Memphis. But they taking on an identity. Now identity is winning them some basketball games. Going into the locks of the week this week. First things first, I want to give a shout out to Clay. 
Clay made his return to the basketball court after two years off, and he was out there looking pretty, pretty good. Had a poster dunk to to definitely tell the children and the grandchildren about. Golden State, man, they they getting healthy, and it's, it's starting to look scary for the rest of the league. But in the meantime, between times, we on locks of the week, and we gonna talk about the five and two record that I possessed this week. I went against the Pistons on Saturday, and I also had Brooklyn beat Milwaukee, and that didn't happen. Milwaukee ended up throttling the Nets. I did have a 5-2 record, which included a seven-game winning streak that was snapped last Friday with the Brooklyn-Milwaukee game. I come into this week's lock of the week with a 48-25-1 record. And when you consider the fact the first two weeks of the season, I went 4-3, which put me at 8-6 starting out to a mass of 40-19-1 record. The rest of the way has been quite impressive. So we're going to try to improve on that. And I'm going to give y'all this week's locks of the week. Let's get into it. So Monday, I got the Pacers over the Celtics. Tuesday, I got the Nuggets over the Clippers. Wednesday, you can give me the Knicks over the Mavericks. Thursday, give me the Bucks over the Warriors. Friday, give me the Hawks over the Heat. Saturday, give me the Trailblazers over the Wizards. And Sunday... Give me the Suns over the Pistons. And this game might potentially be something special because I am possibly, I don't know yet, I'm still trying to get things together. I'm possibly going to be in the building at LCA to see my favorite team, Phoenix, play my hometown team, Detroit. For this week's Players of the Week, I'm going to start out with the Eastern Conference and considering the week Joel and B had averaging 31 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, a block and shooting 52% from the field. I got to give it to Freddie V. Fred Van Vliet averaged 30 points, 4 rebounds, 6.5 assists, shot 46% from the field, 45% from 3, and led the Raptors to a 4-0 record. On the West Coast. Despite the dominant week LeBron had, averaging 31 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 1.7 steals, shooting 54% from the field, 34% from three, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it to Luka. Luka. Luka Doncic from Dallas, averaging 23 points, 9 rebounds, 12.3 assists. The shooting wasn't quite impressive, shooting 37% from the field and 25% from three. But when you look at the fact that Dallas went 4-0 this week and Luka was 3-0 in the games that he participated in, he didn't play Friday, Dallas is on the up and up. Let's talk about the stories from week 12, and I'm only going to be focusing on a couple of stories, a couple of stories that really tickled my fancy. And first, let's start off with the mistaken identity by Glenn Consor, the announcer for the Washington Wizards, who called the Wizards Rockets game, in which Kevin Porter Jr. hit the game winning shot, in which Consor made a remark about Kevin Porter Jr.'s father, 
who he thought was a player for the Washington Bullets, in which he said, like his dad, pulled the trigger at the right time. When you hear the comment initially, you really don't think nothing of it, but when you consider the fact that Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad went to jail for manslaughter in 93 for killing a teenager, a lot of people felt it was insensitive. Now, let me just say this. Stop acting like y'all don't go to the store from time to time and some random person come up to you and talk about somebody you have absolutely no idea even existed ever in life. It happens. It's a mistake. Mistakes can happen. Is that something that can possibly been told? Most definitely. I think it's, it's a screw up on the production team. It's a screw up on the announcer. But it's an honest mistake, man. I don't think he meant no harm by it. No harm, no foul. But I did find it funny that LeBron has something to say about it. But yet he won't talk about the millions of dollars he makes off of China's uh, slave labor. That's neither there nor there. And that's none of my business. Let's not forget the fact that Ricky beat up Jeff on 60 Days In because uh, the TV told him, told Ricky that Jeff was a It had no affiliation of no parts whatsoever. He got beat up for it and he subsequently quit the show. Now let's talk about Kyrie. He put up 22 points in his return, but I'm starting to see exactly what I was thinking. When Kyrie returned, it was kind of like a shift had to kind of figure it out because they hadn't played with them all season and you seen that they kind of struggled they go home and they play milwaukee kyrie's not there which means that that rotation once again has to kind of go through what it what it went through when he wasn't there and they got beat sunday kind of the same thing they played san antonio they had him up san antonio came back they had to beat him in overtime overall the nets are 0 five against the top teams in the east they're 0 two against the bulls they're 0 two against the bucks and they're 0 one against the heat of the remaining six games that they do have against those teams four of those games are on the road which Kyrie irving will be eligible to play So I appreciate y'all listening to the show. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me, man. I'm Tyrone Smith. Rome to exclusive. Hustle Bandit, Sneaker Bandit, Four Point Island. Lock them up, Rome. Daytona 360. Fotona 425. And I will holler at y'all next week. Peace.